Hey everybody, welcome back to the Hiring Success Podcast. It's not often that I get the chance to say this, but today we're going to talk about unicorns. No, there won't be any mention of tales from King Arthur's court, or legendary creatures for that matter. The unicorns that we'll be discussing are the rare breed of professionals that possess a mix of high-impact skills, offer immense business value, and are difficult to hire. Joining me today is Smart Recruiter's founder and CEO, Jerome Turnick. We'll be discussing the Talent Scarcity Impact Framework, a core component of the hiring success methodology that empowers talent acquisition teams to better prioritize the positions for which they're hiring. It's just one of many transformative recruiting tactics that can be found in the Definitive Guide to Hiring Success. Turnick is the chief architect of the majority of the concepts found in the guide, and in our discussion, he'll provide insight on how companies can use the Talent Scarcity Impact Framework to attract and hire not only unicorns, but every type of professional. Enjoy. Jerome, how's it going? Welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Mason, for having me. Really uh, delighted to uh, to be here. I've been uh, listening, obviously, to uh, most of your podcasts and uh, find them really interesting. So thank you for having me. Thanks. That's really nice to hear. Jerome, today we are talking about the Talent Scarcity Impact Framework. For those of you who might be wondering, the Talent Scarcity Impact Framework is a rubric, more or less, that was developed by Jerome to help hiring teams prioritize the roles for which they're hiring. It's explained at length in Smart Recruiter's Definitive Guide to Hiring Success, a comprehensive manual on how to build a modern TA strategy from the ground up. Jerome, maybe let's begin the conversation there. Could you provide our listeners with an overview of the Definitive Guide to Hiring Success? What is it and why is it so important? Yeah, you know, I I think we've seen recruiting as a function evolve. Um, evolved from uh, from what was originally a staffing function, uh, where you just uh, uh, put uh, people into jobs in in the fastest and cheapest possible way. It then went to recruiting, and then we called it talent acquisition. Um, but really, uh, recruiting has uh, seen the last five years a transition towards being a strategic function that is driven by its outcome, by its ability to help a business hire amazing talent on demand. And that is the definition of hiring success, hire amazing talent on demand. Um, and uh, then we, we got thinking on, you know, how do you achieve hiring success? How do you actually, as an organization, how do you build the ability to hire amazing talent on demand, which of course every CEO in CEO in the world would love to have, right? Recruiting top talent remains uh, the number one priority for over seventy percent of CEOs, and at the same time, over eighty percent of Fortune five hundred believe they don't hire great people, right? So this is a problem that hasn't been solved, and so we're we're really sort of like, okay, how do you achieve hiring success? And uh, this has been at the heart of our research and. Literally over the last five years, uh, accumulating best practices, working with customers um, to produce a methodology uh, for hiring success. And that methodology is what we have now shared uh, and open source to anybody uh, out there uh, in the definitive guide to hiring success. From all the research that you've done, what would you say your main findings have been? 
Or to put it differently, could you provide us with an overview of the key concepts of the hiring success methodology, the foundational pillars, if you will? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, recruiting is not rocket science, right? You want to hire great people. So what do you need to do? One, you need to find great candidates. You need to attract amazing candidates. Uh, and that speaks to candidate experience and uh, uh, talent attraction strategy. Two, once you have good candidates in the pipe, you need to be uh, amazing at selecting the right person. And that speaks to hiring teams and uh, collaboration, and in particular to hiring manager engagement, the teamwork between TA and recruiters. So hiring manager engagement uh, is our second pillar. And the third uh, is, of course, uh, recruiter productivity. You need to have um, a, a function, the TA function, that is able to manage uh, what is effectively a fairly large and complex um, uh, process where there's a lot of data, a lot of moving parts. And those are the, the three core uh, pillars of hiring success, candidate experience, manager engagement, and recruiter productivity. In an ideal world, we would have enough time to talk about all three pillars at length. But for today, let's just focus on the first one, talent attraction and engagement. Um, it really kind of represents the moment when the rubber hits the road and the hiring success methodology begins the process of actualization. And this is important because every subsequent step of the recruitment process, one could argue, is dependent upon how well candidates are attracted and engaged. Yeah, and it's really interesting actually uh, to, uh, to see the parallel that exists between uh, recruiting and marketing and sales right, in this respect. Um, uh, attracting candidates is a sales and marketing process. It is really just uh, just a sales and marketing process. Now, when I say just a sales and marketing process, it actually means a lot. And because when you think about uh, the evolution of marketing in the last decades and the level of sophistication of marketers, modern marketers, and you compare this um, to what the TA leaders today have in their toolkit to attract candidates, um, it's actually really, really different. And in order, to, uh, uh, in order to succeed in recruiting, obviously, you need to be able to attract amazing candidates. So we, what we've looked at in this first pillar of talent attraction and engagement is how do you apply modern marketing uh, techniques to recruiting? Um, and how do you actually uh, uh, allocate the right resources, the right efforts, the right channels, to the right candidates, the right investment. So if, if, if you really look at uh, all the hires you're gonna make next year, how do you actually build a proper talent attraction strategy? Similar to how the CMO is building a, 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 a marketing strategy to create pipeline and to attract prospective, uh, prospective customers. The process of attracting prospective customers, which um, in this case are the candidates, will sound familiar to the marketers out there. In order to allocate the right resources and choose the right marketing channels, first you have to pinpoint your target audience through market segmentation. Could you tell us a little bit more about how that process is applied in talent acquisition? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, this would be if you'd ask a CMO to build a marketing strategy, they'll, they're, they, they will first go to segmentation. Uh, they'll be like, okay, who am I selling to? Um, and in, in, uh, in TA, 
uh, we find that actually segmenting uh, the talent that you are uh, trying to reach uh, is the first exercise that is frankly often overlooked. Um, so how do you segment your candidates? Um, say you're going to hire 100 people next year and uh, you have to prepare your talent attraction strategy and you're trying to define what you're going to do to find these 100 candidates that, are, that you're going to hire at the end. Um, in, it seems obvious that in some cases you might uh, actually have to uh, um, reach out outbound and do some direct sourcing uh, to those candidates uh, on LinkedIn. Sometimes you might have to advertise the job and people won't go inbound. You might uh, do some, some more creative marketing campaigns to find these people. Maybe you would uh, um, you'd have a referral program or you'd have... Uh, even internal mobility, and so there's many ways you can actually attract talent. But how do you how do you start uh, by segmenting those talents so you have the right resources? And a good frame for that, um, which is uh, uh, our impact and scarcity model, uh, goes like this: um, you you look in fact at the two fundamental questions, which are one, how hard is it to find this person? And uh, some talent are really hard to find, um, a data scientist. And some are a lot easier to find, uh, a, a young graduate uh, that's uh, fresh out of school. Right? So two, two extremes there of one as a lot, uh, easy to find, hard to find. Uh, the other dimension, so that's the scarcity model. The other dimension is uh, how much impact uh, does this uh, position have on your business, right? So uh, obviously, if you're um, hiring a software developer, it's great. But if you're hiring your chief technology officer, then this has a higher impact. And um, so you have now two dimensions of impact and scarcity. And so that framework, which is uh, detailed in the definitive guide to hiring success, really gives you a simple way to look at each position and uh, uh, with a, uh, a set of questions to actually define which position, which uh, role fits in, in what box. Um, but we end up with four categories of, uh, of talent here. Uh, the uh, uh, high impact, high scarcity, uh, which we call unicorns. Ultimate unicorns would be uh, your CEO, uh, your CTO, uh, uh, and people who are both super hard to find and very impactful. Uh, then you have the, uh, uh, the professionals, uh, which are uh, people who have high impact but low scarcity. So in this, you find uh, jobs like uh, consultants, marketers, uh, and uh, people who have... Uh, impactful positions, um, but that uh, don't have a scarce uh, talent on the market. On the other side, you have then the third category, the specialists, uh, which have high scarcity, uh, but a lower impact. For example, a software developer. Um, so software developer is, is uh, hard to find, but if you have a thousand developer, it's not, uh, it's one of a thousand people. So the impact level is, uh, is lower. Uh, and uh, uh, the fourth category is what we call core, which have both low scarcity uh, and uh, lower impact. So this is where you find your back office function, uh, your administrative function that are fairly easy to find with a low impact. Now, you are, you, once you have categorized uh, these, uh, these four into, uh, or all your talent into these four segments, 
of uh, unicorns, professionals, uh, specialists, and core, uh, then you are actually in a position uh, to better define your talent attraction strategy. Okay. And so once you've determined which category or categories your target candidates belong to, how exactly does that inform the, the next step of the talent and engagement process? Mm -hmm. So that's exactly what a CMO would do, right? Um, the chief marketing officer, once they've segmented their, their target market, um, they're going to apply uh, the right marketing strategy to each of those segments uh, and make sure that they reach uh, their prospective customers, in your case, your prospective candidate, um, with the appropriate amount of investment and through the appropriate channel. Um, and so you, you, you can build your, your talent attraction mix, you know, your, your, your marketing mix, if you will, uh, based on, on this uh, segmentation and, uh, and scarcity impact model. And uh, it goes as follows. Uh, the, the talent that is in low scarcity, so core, and professionals uh, are typically going to be more receptive uh, to uh, uh, inbound advertising, right? So job advertising. So since there is a low scarcity, uh, you you focus your uh, you focus uh, uh, your marketing efforts, your spend effort um, for professionals uh, and core on advertising. And generally, we would say you put a higher job advertising budget for the professionals. And the core, you are mostly uh, uh, mostly working with organic traffic, uh, you know, free job boards, organic search, depending on your brand. But you shouldn't be spending too much uh, advertising on your core and put your advertising budget on the professionals. And this should be your primary source of, uh, of recruiting, should be inbound people apply to job in those categories and you're able to, uh, to hire them. On the uh, high scarcity, this becomes more tricky because they are hard to find. Uh, and uh, the core, uh, sorry, the, the unicorn, which are high impact, high scarcity, is where you concentrate your direct sourcing. So these are people that have high value and are hard to find. And this is exactly where you do direct sourcing. So LinkedIn, uh, emails, and having a professional sourcer, smile while you dial, making personalized message, going outbound, direct sourcing, which is what people do. On the uh, specialist uh, front, uh, where you have uh, high scarcity, but lower impact and larger volumes. Uh, this is where content marketing and, and pipeline recruiting becomes interesting. Um, so what uh, recruiters call CRM, right? So instead of uh, uh, picking up the phone and dialing to hire software developers uh, one by one, which doesn't work, create a marketing campaign, fill in the, the funnel uh, uh, of, uh, of candidates with a pipeline of candidates, nurture them over time, bring them in, so do, do things at scale. Um, so there's, there's, of course, a, a lot of uh, nuance and strategy there, but at a high level, you could say specialists, I'm doing CRM, uh, uh, unicorns, I'm doing direct sourcing, professionals, I'm investing in job advertising, and core, I'm allowing uh, just organic traffic to come in. And that framework gives you an ability to then allocate your resources, um, uh, your efforts, your channels uh, to, uh, to dedicate it to the right way or to the right uh, segment. And you can, of course, uh, link that to your hiring budget 
Um, so if you look at the, the hiring budget, so how much you're spending in recruiting or in talent attraction as a percentage of salary, right? So um, typically people would spend, spend about seven, eight percent of new, new hire salary in recruiting. There you can use this framework also to say, okay, I'm going to spend 12, 10, 12% of uh, hiring budget for the uh, unicorns. I'm going to be at uh, 9, 8, 9, 10 for the, um, for the specialists that are hard to find. But then I'm going to be at 4, 5, 6% for the professionals and uh, 2 or 3% for the core, right? So you can also divide your budget so you are putting your money where it's needed most and optimize your budget, which is in fact what a CMO would do um, uh, when they're thinking about attracting customers. All of the different approaches that you just outlined, I really like that you describe them as being part of a um, talent attraction mix, which I think translates perfectly and highlights just how many similarities there are between talent acquisition and marketing. Um, depending on your company and its hiring needs, though, this could mean that your talent attraction mix will be complex and have a lot of moving parts. So what steps can hiring teams take then to ensure that these parts are moving together and in the same direction? Well, I think uh, uh, the next step is uh, you're building your, your talent strategy, talent attraction strategy. Um, and uh, you, uh, uh, you then build the teams and the processes around it. Um, and uh, you reduce uh, uh, reduce budgets that are spent on the wrong target. For example, uh, direct sourcing for uh, core or professionals that you could find for advertising or over-investing in job boards for core staff that are easier, better, lower impact. So you optimize your budget, um, you build a campaign uh, or build a, a talent attraction strategy and, uh, and off you, you're off to the races. Um, and I would say, uh, you know, you're... Your best next step uh, right now is uh, download the guide to uh, uh, the definitive guide to hiring success and uh, give it a shot. Absolutely. We will include a link to the definitive guide in the notes for the show. Do yourself the favor of a lifetime and download your free copy today. Um, Jerome, thank you so much for your time and insight. It was great having you as a guest. All right. Thank you, Mason. Dear listeners, hiring success is now less than two weeks away. We would love it if you could come and join us in person February 11th through the 12th in San Francisco for our annual conference that attracts over 1,200 of the best and brightest HR and recruiting leaders from across the world. For more information on the conference, head to www.smartrecruiters.com forward slash hiring hyphen success. Hiring Success listeners receive a 30% discount on tickets with the following code. In all caps, HSPODCAST30. Once again, in all caps, that's HSPODCAST30. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast so that you always stay up to date on all things hiring. Until next time, take care.